you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Sometimes I think sitting on trains. Every stop I get to, I'm clocking the game. Everyone's a winner. MIA paper planes. There you go. All right. That's like a three now you've gone. Sorry, Danny, you didn't have a chance to. I like that song guess. too, but it's older. It's I older just one. heard it. Yeah. Yeah. How oh, you I just let's re listen to it. Really? Yeah. Does she have any other good songs? There was, yeah, uh, there was that the, one. There was the remix to Airplanes, which is pretty good. <laughs> <busy. laughs> um, she had one called like Bucky that- Dong or something. Uh, where you are, Bucky Donga. Yeah, I forgot. It, bad girls do it well. Live fast, die young. That's yeah. the one she does. I just, I just want to start off the podcast. I'm I'm a little fired up. Um, and Ooh. I was kind of telling you guys about this earlier, but now I'm gonna get into it fully. So, um, like country cigars, we have the little smoke every year. Um, it's uh, 300 people, like 20 tables of different cigar companies. So this year is obviously different because of the Corona shit. So obviously like you guys can't send somebody like foundation, not sending anybody like we're not, but we're still going to have the event. It's just, we're not going to have people from the company as much. If they can make it great, they can't, we're still doing it. So I post um, this Lake country cigar, little cigar group that, um, the Little Smoke is on August 31st. It was supposed to be June 15th, but it's on August 31st, and the tickets go on, on sale January 6th. This old guy, who I'm friends with him, he says, do you have actual manufacturers committed or just Roma? Just wondering. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tic- tickets go on sale January? Uh, July 6th. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I'm like, actual? Like, what the fuck does that mean? And then uh, a rep goes on and tags me, says, got to be careful of the fake manufacturers, dude, LOL. I'm like, I'm so confused. And then, right. so he comments, he's like, what do you plan on having as far as brands being represented? Is it going to be a watered down version with all the cancellations going on? I'm like, I don't have the full list. We're still working on that. And I said, fun fact, uh, Roma Craft has their own factory. So yes, they are an actual uh, manufacturer. They even roll cigars for other brands. And he's like, Tyler, uh, he tagged me, quit being a smart ass. You've become one direction lately. Oh, um, shoot. I'm like, oh. So I guess as a retailer, I can't like certain brands, I guess. Did you, well, did you not take that as a compliment? Do you not listen to One Direction? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't listen to One Direction. Okay. You're missing out, bro. You're missing out. Tyler, you didn't uh, do an introduction yet for the podcast. Oh, yeah, we got uh, uh, Danny Vas- uh, Vasquez from, <laughs> you fucker, from uh, Romacraft on, on this week. The fake manufacturers. Yeah. Apparently. And he's really good friend with a, a, cig- a cigar rep. Um, and I think he's, I want to say, well, that this big company, um, they don't have their own factory. So are they a fake uh manufacturer you know i don't fucking it's just fire it that's why i hate because i get shit all the time from other reps about oh when are you gonna smoke my cigar when you make good ones maybe 
Like I smoke what I want to smoke. I buy these fucking cigars. If you give me a box of generic brand X, I'll smoke them if they're free. But if I'm buying them, I'm smoking what I want to smoke. My opinion. That's my two cents. So Danny, thanks for being here, by the way. Tyler's going on. What this up? Rant. Fire. That's, that's all right. I ended up my day today with a little bit of heat at the office too. But, oh, great. You know, nice. It's, a, it's all right. I like it. Uh, uh, so let's talk Weasel Fest. What up? Um, yeah. Tyler and I are both going. Uh-oh. I haven't bought my plane ticket yet. I still have That's, to do that, but it's it's happening. Plane tickets are not required. Uh, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> like you can drive. Drew you can drive. You can run the whole way. Yeah. You ran 50 uh, miles in one day. I got some guy, some of my best friends that are really into cycling and they're doing 50, 60 miles a day. And I'm like, I get it. yeah, man, I got to get out of this friend chat group. Let's make another one about yeah. sne- sneakers or something. About uh, Torchy's tacos. Oh, uh, <laughs> Miguel Shodell says that he got you on those tacos. Is that true? Um, he, no, no, the first. <laughs> The first, I mean, he may have mentioned to to me before I moved to Texas, but I don't think so. But first time I ever had him was down in Houston with uh, Paul that owns Height Cigars, uh, Cigar Hustler, and Gary Cutrone that everybody knows uh, from Joseph's. And he was a lot playing right. So uh, that was the first time I had it, and then I, I fell in love. I mean, it's, I mean forget Weasel Fest. There is a the thing. Don't forget about Weasel Fest, but when you come to Austin, you got to go to Torchies and I'll just leave it at Torch. Hillbilly style, trailer park. It's phenomenal. Yes, I mean, I don't want to derail your podcast uh, with <laughs> entertainment. We have no rails on this podcast. No, we, it's ah, barely even a not. podcast. Hmm. This <laughs> is, yeah. This is an excuse like for us I'm, to get together and smoke a cigar. Yeah, I, I, I'm on a podcast that's exactly like that. Um, no, so uh, Weasel Fest. Yeah, September 5th, which is uh, Labor Day weekend. Also, my birthday weekend. Just, I really keep pushing that everywhere I go. I'm expecting to get multiple four packs, maybe cases of Red Bull for my birthday. Just putting it out there. Uh, I am sugar free for the record. Sugar free. Don't don't fuck. I I mean, listen. I'm not gonna turn it away, but I will return it to the store and get the right one. Um, I'm also size 12, and I love Jordans. Just kidding. So yeah, September 5th. September 5th. And I'm going to start, we'll start here with the ticket price. The ticket price is $250 for general admission ticket. What that gets you is phenomenal. Especially, you know, when we're down here with ACL and South by Southwest and all these crazy parties, all these cigar events that I've been to that are 150, 200 bucks. And yeah, you know, I get maybe 10 cigars out of it and and all this stuff. Um, It's the, just the ticket price. If you got, nothing else from us is worth it we have three bands we have our dj from the vegas parties that we do so and headlining those bands is scarface so you know that's going to be our night thing scarface and his band down from houston which i've i saw them here in concert in austin um skip took all of us and it it was phenomenal man it was so fun uh he's a huge roma guy he wears a damn it feels good to be a weasel shirt which is really cool. Uh, we also have like this Afro-Colombian uh, band 
uh, Superfonicos, which is really, really dope. Uh, and then another one called Third, uh, Third Root. Uh, another kind of like local Houston area, uh, uh, like hip hop kind of, kind of act. So they're really, really good. Uh, we're going to have Style Switch, which I, Tyler, I think you had Style Switch, uh, Style Switch when you came down. Probably one of the best barbecue places uh, in Texas. Uh, and for that, you know, in the country, really. Uh, and then one of my favorites, Valentina's barbecue, that Tex-Mex barbecue is going to be there. Never Valentina's, had Valentina's, oh, dude. So my favorite thing is called the Real Deal Holyfield by them. It's a, it's a breakfast taco with a piece of brisket, a fried egg, cheese, avocado, fire. And they're, they're just out of a little food truck. Well, the food truck is little, but they actually have a whole huge seating area. It's pretty cool. I love that place. Uh, we got two local distilleries, uh, Garrison Brothers, which is the one I know because I met their rep, and the other one I can't remember the name, and that sucks for me. Um, to and and what they're going to be are experiences, right? Like they're not coming out here and they're not selling uh, liquor. We're not selling bourbon. They're going to go through. They're going to show you how they make cocktails. They're going to show you. Like kind of talk about their whole process. I mean, it's going to be a real, real distillery experience with these guys. And, uh, and then, you know, they'll have stuff for everybody to try, but we aren't selling liquor. Um, one, because they don't have the permit to sell like that and, and neither do we, but you don't need a permit to give it away. Right. So uh, with your ticket, yeah, with your ticket, you get two, um, two meals and you get two bourbon you know, experiences, you get two beer experiences. We'll have two breweries also, 512 Brewing, um, which I know them also. And then another one that Skip knows really well. I'm not a big beer guy, so, uh, uh, but either way, they, they'll be there. Um, and then just 12 hours of hanging out at headquarters. You guys, you know, everyone can tour, which Tyler can tell you it's, it's just, it's just dope. And it's really, really cool to hang out. Yeah. Um, and then it's just going to be so many people from the industry that are going to be there on top of all our, you know, customers and fan base. And it's just going to be a crazy 12 hour party. Um, and it's super, super professionally done. Also, we're going to be sending out two weasel packs, one in July, one in August, um, where you'll get a, you get your tickets, uh, you'll get your cigars. And we'll talk about that in a minute. You'll get, uh, everybody's going to get a weasel fence t-shirt. We also, we have a partnership with Eco Vessel, which is like the new Yeti, um, and we're making an, we're making these uh, essentially they're like wine goblets. Uh, they're black. They will keep your drink cold all day or hot, whatever, uh, with the Weasel Fest logo on them. I think they look really, really dope. I mean, if you guys have seen our, our bottles, uh, so where mine is, I got one. Yeah. Um, Every, you know, you'll get that. And then we're going to throw some more stuff in these, in these bags that we're going to ship pre, you know, we, we want, we want to remind everybody in July, we want to hype everyone up in August and then September comes the party. Right. So we're doing it right. Uh, we have a, uh, we have actually, uh, an event coordinating company that's doing it right. So that we're, it's not just like me and John and Rosales and Sean, like <laughs> doing, you know, we're not blowing up balloons one by one. Like this is yeah. going to be a legit, a legit thing. Right. Um, so then there's that. So then I mentioned cigars. For an additional, there right now, if you buy your ticket, you can get up to five boxes. And the more you get, there's like a little discount. But they're $100 a box, essentially. Of eight Grand Perfectos, so six by 60 Perfectos, if anyone's ever had. Well, one, if anyone's ever seen me post it. 
because I, I posted them a bunch of times. But uh, there's a Casa Torres that we made for, for Europe. It's that same size. Um, it's a gorgeous shape. It's going to be an eight-count box with one of every blend. So it'll be one uh, BAEC Whiskey Rebellion, Cro-Magnon, Aquitaine, and Neanderthal. Uh, also, Ibaka will be in there and a Wonderlust 6x60. I've smoked them all. I mean, it's a great size. It's almost like, God damn, I wish it was kind of a regular thing we could do limited here. Uh, so, you know, that'll be part. Uh, Skip actually posted today. Uh, the box that it comes in has the Weasel Fest logo on it. We'll call them the Dilla Art. That stuff on the back, man. It, so it's really, it's Weasel Fest, but it's our 10-year anniversary. So one of the first questions is always like, well, are you guys going to do it again next year? It's like, no, this is it. This is your one shot. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but this party is costing, we're pushing a quarter of a million dollars for this party. Uh, so it is, it is going to be phenomenal. It won't happen again next year. It's only about right. half your salary though. So yeah, which I had to hey. give up for this party. Yeah. Hey, question. So let's say Tyler here, uh, he bought one box, uh, no. with his ticket price. And then he thinks to himself, oh man, I should have gotten two. Is he going to have a chance to do that? So we will have some at the party. Uh, they are going to be uh, a little more expensive at the party as uh, at that point, taxes and stuff. I mean, they'll just be, they'll be, I think, 120 at the party. Okay. Uh, I don't know about going back in and getting more right now uh, because it, it hasn't happened and I haven't had anybody else, but I, I, we can find out. Uh, but yeah, we, no, no, I was, at, I was asking about the party because I saw that. Mm -hmm. I was, I was setting no. him up. I was getting an underhand pitch. Come on, Tyler, get out of here. No. Yeah. I mean, we should, we should have them for the party. That said, you know, if I sell 400 tickets and everybody five, buys five boxes, that's 2000 boxes. And we only made 1500 boxes. So there is a chance that they do sell out. That said, I know, I know that uh, not everyone has bought five boxes in the almost 300 tickets that we sold. Um, I did. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I totally would. Uh, honestly, I felt like going on there and just buying them so I didn't have to do it, you know, because I know I can get one box for me, but I can't get five. But uh, well, you had you said, got you got some my Christmas. I did. I got five whole sets, and they're gone a hundred percent. So, uh, so you know, so there's that. So, um, if you maxed out and bought one ticket and five boxes. Uh, it's about 750 bucks, but it's going to be a little less because I know there's a little discount as you cheer up in the uh, in the thing. 750 bucks, and you get to be at what's probably going to be one of the best cigar parties we've had. Now, that said, the trade show last year, I remember the general party was pretty crazy, but that's general, and I think they spent like $2 million on this party. But, what's it? I was there and I grabbed a drink and some food and I left. Uh, yeah, I got, so I had, we had stuff to do, uh, but Jack Taranio got us in when he was working with them, got us in uh, early, we, you know, kind of fucked around and then uh, actually shit. No, that was two years ago because Taranio was with uh, Espinosa last year. So it was actually yeah. 20, 2018 um, at the convention center. So that was pretty cool. But no, this is going to be, this is just going to be dope. It's, it's a, uh, and here's the thing, man. Austin is just a great city, right? Like, yeah. I'm a New Yorker. I grew up in Florida. I lived in Georgia. for. I moved there for work. I moved to Maryland for work. 
And there's just so much shit to do in Maryland. Uh, I'm sorry, in, in Austin, uh, from just like sightseeing. There's there's hills and sort of like smaller mountains here, or you can go all the way down to just hang out by the lake, the river, the, the Bat Bridge downtown is phenomenal. The food here is 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 you know second to none. Uh, nope. So on top of that, man, on top of a party that's on a Saturday, just if. You know, I, most of the most of the people that are coming are like Friday to Sunday or Thursday to Monday. There's there's people that are gonna be hanging out all weekend. Um, they're just gonna have a blast, you know. So we're putting together also some some travel ideas, you know, like things to do in Austin and, and shit like that. So, uh, you know, to really tell people, uh, I recommend the Duck Tour, and I'm gonna see if I can get a group of guys that want to go do the Austin Duck Tour. I've done Listen. this Duck Tour. I got little kids. I've done it like five times, no, four times. And, uh, and, uh, that's really fun. It gives you the history of Austin, uh, when Austin used to be called Waterloo, you know, and Texas is really, really proud that they used to be their own sovereign kind of nation. Right. Uh, so they, they really get into that. And then that, that thing, it drives around downtown Austin, then it goes into the water. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, my wife actually, my wife actually got to drive that one time. It's like a water. subway? It's a, no, it's a, it's basically a boat with wheels. So I don't know, you know, it has a car engine, then it has a boat engine, and it drives you all, all the way downtown, takes you through, you get to see all different things, and as you're going, then you go to this uh, boat ramp downtown, and then it just goes into the water. And then it takes you uh, around Lake Austin, shows you all the millionaire man- mansions, you know, 20, 30, $40 million mansions around the water, uh, and then drives you back, and, and it's, it's super cheap. It's one, of the be- it's one of the great things to do in Austin. So there's a lot. Nice. Uh, voodoo donuts, duck donuts. Uh, sorry, now round rock donuts. Probably round rock donuts. Probably the best donut I've ever had in my life. Um, better than Krispy Kreme. A thousand percent better than Krispy Kreme. And I like Krispy Kreme. A thousand times better. Whenever I hear about the ducks, I think about because we have a place called the Dell, Wisconsin Dells. But I always think of the all Mighty the people. Ducks. Who, no, all the people who died in Branson a couple years ago on the duck ride. What? Yeah. Take it dark. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of people died. Um, bro, so, and I can see there's some people on, uh, I saw on Facebook complaining about the price of it. Look, you cheap motherfuckers. Uh, and I think it's old people who are like 250 bucks. Dude, it's a fucking, I hate when people say like millennials are paying for ex- experiences and shit. It's true because, okay. You know, like, I people spend two hundred fifty bucks on a box of cigars in any other week. Eventually, those fucking cigars are gone. Like an experience, you think about all the time. It, it like, I'm always reminiscing about trips I fucking take. You know, memories last longer than a fucking cigar. That it's it's two hundred fifty bucks. It's gonna be a fucking blast. You guys don't half-ass anything. Um, I don't know. I just I'm really sick of this. Uh, well, uh, ten ten years down the road, Tyler's gonna look back on this and shed a tear. So mm-hmm. that if that tells you anything, <laughs> no, it's good. Man. Yeah. I love I love the passion. Yeah, well, for for sure. Now I, I'll put it I'll put it to you like this, and this is no knock on Cigars International, or um, you know they're one of our they're one of our <laughs> biggest customers. But I've done Cigar Fest as a consumer four times, four or five times, and I've done it as a cigar industry person a couple times 
and that ticket is what 200 right 250 bucks whatever it is and um you know you still got to travel there you still got to get a hotel you uh <laughs> what's funny is as a consumer i would remember you get your big giant i don't know if you guys have ever gone to cigar fest but you get this big duffel bag that has a bunch of cigars in it some cutters you know like the cheap cutters maybe some maybe a nice punch or something once in a while uh i mean one year we got a big like rocky patel lighter which was really cool lasting like three months before it broke um and and you get to meet people and, and it's cool but it <coughs> here's the thing there's three to four thousand people there each day and literally it's three or four thousand guys beating the shit out of each other with these duffel bags because they're like oh sorry dude Ooh, sorry man bah. you're just getting the shit beat out of you Bad and then what happens yeah, then what happens is at the end of it or the next day, someone is just kind of bitching and complaining about the cigars that they got, right? Because they're just like, oh, these are all these cheap things and whatever. You know, one year I worked the booth for Miami Cigar and we were giving away the little Tatiana flavored cigars. And these guys were dying to get it. But as they're grabbing, like, oh, a piece of shit, throwing in their bag. And I'm like, first of all, that's fucked up because you don't know if, I know you don't know who I, who I was. I know you don't know what Tatiana is or you know, maybe Miami Cigar. You don't know if I own this brand, right? Like you don't know if I manufacture this brand and I'm sitting there and I just gave it to you for free or you paid for your ticket, but you, you know, it's part of your thing and you right there, you can start shit about it, right? So it's like, okay, you can pay 200 bucks and get a giant bag of cigars that you don't like and you don't want. And then the food that they give you is just essentially prepared by the hotel, which you know how great hotel food is. If, it, if it's not like a nice hotel with a nice restaurant in it, it's fucking a hotel food and it's not the nicest hotel uh, that, that they hold this thing at. Right. So it's like, yes, you get a bag of cigars that you hate, but you can't tell me that that is a better value than what we're going to put on. I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. uh, So you can take a breath. I agree with everything you say, but going back to, I was going to say hospital food, hotel food, for breakfast, if they say like, oh, complimentary breakfast, they generally, if they're not high-end, suck. What, uh, what do you look to grab? Oh, Waffle. So do you have go-tos? Waffle. Yeah, the Belgian waffle, for sure. Uh, one, because I, I love my Belgian waffles, so I'll, I'll usually make one there. Uh, but yeah, here's the thing. It's always the same, right? It's like, it's like these weird scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Just, don't touch if the sauce if, if the sausage isn't dried out maybe one of those and then we'll look you know I'll, I'll inspect it I'm like alright how does this bacon look um, but that's kind of why the waffle always works out because you you make it fresh like right there now the thing that I typically have always found with those things is like they're really hot and they've been there all day like burning so your waffle cooks in much quicker amount of time than they tell you it's going to so it usually comes out a little more burnt. But, you know, you, you throw some shit butter, syrup. But, again, you're really only eating it because it was free. Yeah. Because if they yeah. said, hey, uh, we have a breakfast bar. It's 10 bucks," And you're like, okay, let me check it out. And you're like, uh, uh, for 10 bucks, I'll go just buy some. McDonald's. A hundred percent. So, um, yeah, well, there's my answer to that. I did go to one place that made that had a pancake maker like you just hit the button and then it would pour it and put it through like a pizza oven 
Mm. And then and then it would fall and then fall this way and it was done. Forty five seconds you have pancake. That that would interesting. Go. Yeah, I'm a, I'll grab an apple or a banana if they have some fresh fruit and it doesn't look too unripe or overly right. ripe. Yeah. Sometimes cereal, I guess. I know you guys had a cereal topic on uh, Souls of Smoke last <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, but it's always like you know it's cornflakes, maybe Fruit Loops. It'll be a special K box, Frosted Flakes maybe, and you know that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes if they have like hard boiled eggs, uh, I like those. I know which might be kind of weird, but uh, I like hard boiled eggs. But I don't like them cold. So if you just get your hard boiled egg and you get some hot water from the coffee machine, you just throw a hard boiled egg in there, it heats it up, and then you're good to go. I I cannot do a hard boiled egg that's not cooked fresh by me. Mm. But also, I just. That's- that like the the center when it gets all brown and blue and green, the yolk. Yeah, I'm not about that. I like my eggs over hard. I don't like uh, runny eggs. Oh, oh over my hard. I, oh, I worked with somebody who ordered over hard eggs. It's stupid. Okay, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Over over medium is the way to go. Uh, speaking of, dude, monster rehab. I don't know how – well, you know what? Here's the thing. I think with Red Bull, sugar-free, um, I have to drink that slower because it's um, carbonated. This isn't carbonated, so it's a lot it's easier. More of a juice. Yeah. It's energy juice, yeah. Yeah, so it's easier on my, on my, on my tummy. <laughs> but I love these fucking rehab. Yeah, they had one called uh, Chaos. It was like mm. an orange energy juice. Uh, I love that one. It's only got 25 calories in it. So yeah. I, tr- I try to drink anything with any kind of calories, but 25, I feel like me getting out of this chair, I'm, I'm burning at least six calories. So oh. probably not, dude. Have you ever, have you ever gotten on a machine and started working out and it just like tells you how many calories you burn and it takes forever to yeah. tick up? Yeah. For That's sure. the worst. <laughs> now, how many servings are in that can? Sometimes, sometimes they they put that and then it's like it's two servings and you're like oh fuck, dude I hate that's like with like uh fucking ramen noodles man that's two that little thing is two servings now, this is um one can twenty five calories so oh, okay yeah that isn't bad it isn't water but it isn't bad that said I don't drink water and I I know dude I used to love water I don't love it anymore I can't drink it it gives me like heartburn or acid reflux so I, I can do, do the- vitamin water vitamin water zero is what I do. I do Powerade Zero. I drink water. <laughs> but I get constipated all the time, so I don't know. Maybe it's the water. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right. Oh. Um, before we get into a little bit more Robocraft topics, uh, mm-hmm. Danny, I think it was when you were on the uh, Small Bash Zoom, you were talking about cooking, things you like to uh, – recipes. You, I think you are giving Tyler – some advice on what I cook or whatnot. Um, but garlic. It'll, it'll work. It'll work. Yeah. Garlic. Uh, I, so I made two sauces recently. One with just raw garlic I threw in the blender. The other one I roasted it ahead of time. Very different. Great sure. in both ways depending on what you want to make. But if garlic were a cigar, what cigar would it be? So you got to... <laughs> You got to think about the attributes of garlic. What does it mean to you when you hear garlic? So when you hear garlic, it's almost a negative connotation, right? Or like, so? oh, it's, 
like if if uh i don't know like it because garlic is one of those things that it can't go i mean it can go in a lot of things danny are you a vampire right yeah that's why i'm i'm afraid of it that's wrong uh if i could i could change it to garlic bread because i think that's got more of a pop uh cultural feel to it everyone's just goes crazy for garlic bread yeah, I don't know. you know what's funny? I I put garlic bread like uh like our and not not because you know I'm with Roma, but just because I know it so well. But like garlic bread would be like uh like a Neanderthal for us, right? So like it it has it has that flavor of garlic and butter that you you like. It not that the Neanderthal tastes like garlic butter, but what I mean is it has flavor, right? Like garlic bread has butter and garlic, but also you can wolf down this garlic bread and think it's so great and all of a sudden you want to die because your stomach is full of bread right so that's the neanderthal like it's so good it's so smooth but what you're not realizing is you're smoking mexican san andreas connecticut broadleaf a doubly harrow that's super strong in it and all of a sudden you're you're like that you're like that gif of the guy smoking weed like you know completely blasted right and you're just like what the fuck to add to that when i make garlic bread i always take a raw uh, piece of garlic and rub it on the bread itself or i toast it a little bit beforehand i think with some olive oil maybe some garlic salt but i rub the raw stuff on so if you guys have eaten garlic bread that's crunchy and has a raw garlic on top it just Mm -hmm. it's so good but you definitely feel, I mean, it tears up my mouth. I've, I think, think I have a soft palate. I was going to say, yeah, garlic. I mean, garlic can clear your sinuses. If you're, if you have it, like if you were to chew it, it would just kind of, it would tear up your palate for a little while. Like uh, wasabi or pepper. Yeah. And the thing is, garlic can sit like in your esophagus at the top of your stomach and you can burp that up for hours. Oh, that's the worst. But I, you know, I put garlic, you know, I have everything, garlic, Salt, garlic powder, the diced garlic that sits in like the oil, fresh garlic. So in some way, I put it in damn near everything. It's good for you. I even throw like you guys know what adobo is, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Adobo peppers. I put that shit on my pizza. No, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a powder. It's like a you know seasoning, and there's there's garlic salt in that. Uh, okay. I put that shit on my pizza. All right, I got a quick question for you guys. Um, with all this like shelter in place shit is there anything you guys wanted to do and you just couldn't bring yourself to do it like or like like for me i want to learn spanish and um it's like i have you know no one's doing shit but i can never like find time for me to do it like just go on the app and 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 try to learn it i do it like every few days but it's like have you guys tried to learn something new or do something new and you just have been sucking at it? Like I've been trying, like me trying to learn Spanish. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'll go first. So Tyler, I actually downloaded Duolingo and I thought to myself, Hey, this guy, Tyler, you know, he knows a lot more about tobacco than I do. So I've got to make myself useful to him. <laughs> so I just <laughs> one night just downloaded this app and I haven't done anything uh, since. <laughs> um, I've had some books I wanted to read. Haven't read those yet, but yeah, Oh, Hey, 
I found out today that I will be starting uh, to teach summer school on Monday. So I'm officially working all summer. Great for me in terms of uh, looking for a single apartment in Silicon Valley. Uh, poor for me because I now have to go to Weasel Fest and buy more cigars there. But I'll do it. Do it. Um, Just do it. So is that through, you're going to be doing that through like Zoom? Is that virtual classes? No, it's actually going to be in class. I'm going to find out tomorrow the specs because I, I don't know what's actually required. But I believe one teacher per classroom um, and there will be like a sub extracurricular t- teacher in the classroom as well. Wearing masks, students all separated, distanced with masks. This, Tyler, you're making faces. I think this is what's happening. I'm not sure. I'm going to find out tomorrow morning. Um, and then it's just eight to five and I'll find out about the curriculum that I'm teaching tomorrow. But hey. I can't believe you're a teacher, man. How long have you been teaching for? Uh, two and a half years. Wow. Bless. God bless you. Cause Rock and roll, man. I couldn't do it. I got hey, it's, it's going to be, it's gonna be got... pretty relaxed, except for all the cleaning. What, what grade are these kids? Uh, so I usually teach middle school. So I'm the probably going to get like uh, last year's fifth graders through last year's seventh graders. I think that's how it works. And there's very few of them this year, so it'll be it'll be a quiet classroom. So maybe I'll just I don't know teach them. The real question is the real question is what fucking kids need summer school when apparently evidently every kid was passed as long as you tried this year. All it's not summer school if you failed. It's summer school because the parents are in the tech industry or doctors and are tired their kids from all these months of. Uh, not be able to send them to school, or at least oh, that's so these are, that's what I think. Right, these are like rich entitled kids. That it's Silicon Valley. Yeah. Do they ever make you feel like shit? Like next, next question. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> Danny, I got a question for for both both of you. What kind of what kind of students were you guys? I was I was a really good student actually. I I finished high school with a cumulative three point six seven. Ooh. Um, that said, I didn't, I wasn't, uh, it wasn't necessarily because I, you know, busted my ass at home doing homework and studying all the time. I just understood and I got it. And uh, I was actually, I actually became really good friends with a few of my teachers, right? So uh, I just like, listen, man, I, I remember one, her, she was my, uh, I think 10th or 11th grade math teacher. And she was really cool. She was really actually a little hood. And I, I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, look, just, just give me the work, show me how to do it a couple times, and I'm just gonna do it, and I'm gonna finish the week work, and and, and I don't want to do anything else. I'm like, and I'm not gonna tell anybody. I, this is how I want to do it. She's like, whatever. So, I just had to prove myself for a few weeks, and then she, she was like, fuck it, whatever. And so, I was always really quick, quick witted. I just always got everything. I had, I had a. I had a few honors classes here and there. Mostly, I try to avoid the honors classes because, honestly, I just didn't like the kids in there. But, I, like, for instance, in third or fourth grade, I was tested for – I did uh, gifted testing, right? And I went in there and I did these things. And when I found out what it was, it was like, oh, well, you know, on Tuesday and Thursday, you guys get to go to this other place and do work there. And I just remember, like, 
I don't want to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, so um, I was actually a really, really good student um, just by default, not because I cared that much, but it worked out. Uh, man, this is, no, this is embarrassing, but uh, <laughs> so when I was younger, um, I had a really bad stutter. So uh, I had to take like speech classes, you know, and uh, they told my mom that I would be the slowest kid <laughs> in class, you know, and uh, so I always joked that they were wrong. I was second slowest, but uh, uh, I am super glad that, um, man, I had so much problems talking, but I was just like the uh, class clown just joking around and I played football and so, but I didn't really try that hard. So, yo, I made fun of my sister for having speech impediment. I feel really bad about that now. Uh, Cause dude, she would always sucks, go, man. she had, uh, she would talk in, uh, 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 so we called her hut hut hike. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> my oldest daughter has a stutter. She did some speech therapy. She's 20 years old. She's about to be 20 years old now. So, uh, not a big thing, but yeah, I, I know all about that. But I remember one time she went up to her grandmother and she stuttered on the word she. So she went up to her grandmother and was like, shh, and she couldn't get it out. And my her grandmother almost smacked her, like, who are you telling her to shut up? Like, she thought she was telling her to be quiet. And, uh, don't shush was, me. I shush you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So funny. Uh, but I, you know, listen, I didn't, I didn't have the greatest high school experience, but I didn't have a bad. You know, talking and being in front of the group and it's something I was literally trained. I was literally taught and trained growing up from when I was like 11 years old on. Nice. So I've done, I've done speeches in front of like 20 people and my biggest crowd is like 3,500 people. Holy shit. So super comfortable with it. I've always been. And I remember one time in an English class, she wanted us to prepare this thing. It was like, um, okay, you need to. It was kind of, she just wanted everybody to debate and see how they would come up with, you know, do you believe in the, you know, in a class curve for grades? And I just went, I just kind of did the stuff I'd been practicing and I lived, everybody had like two or three pages and they were studying. I had a card like this <laughs> and on one side was like three bullet points of why I agree. And the other side was three bullet points of why I disagree. And my teacher saw it. I remember her saying, she said, that's your thing. I'm like, yeah. She, and she was like, okay. So I went up there and just rocked it. Like here's, here's, here it is. Right. And it's blah, 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 blah. And literally, I mean, we're like 11th grade kids. They're like, he deserves an A like, holy shit. And then right there, of course, like, Hey, you ever thought about being part of the debate team? And oh, okay. I'm like, fuck no. Like, I, I don't even know what that means. Fucking nerd. So, but that said, I learned how to be like, I can literally argue a point just because you're arguing the other point and I don't care about the point, but I just want to bring, I just, I just want to go back and forth. Yeah. So I kind of, I, I like that stuff. So I was the opposite. I was homeschooled up through, uh, like Shocker. halfway through fourth grade. You better watch your mouth. Bust it open, bro. Um, so <laughs> I remember in sixth grade, we had to recite a poem for the class or something. And I put it off to last minute. So the night before, I'm just looking through. Did you guys ever read Goodnight Moon, the book? Of course. I, I read it to my kid all the time. Yeah. So my poem to recite was Goodnight Moon, the, <laughs> the book. 
I get up there and I remember I said fork instead of spoon. And it was rhyming with moon. It just out of nowhere. And I just started just crying in front of my whole class. <laughs> the teachers told me to go sit down. Oh, that was, that was the worst. Yeah, I'm, I would say like, and this goes back to a lot of the stuff on social media is like, luckily, um, you know, I was obviously I've been, uh, I was, or I, I have, I've been fat my whole life, you know, so luckily, like I was friends with, you know, from football, I was friends with the upperclassmen. So like, I didn't get picked on. Um, but like, we make fun of each other, but it's like you, the moment someone says something about us and it's like, okay, we can say it to each other. And right. that's like kind of what I know is about fucking uh, social media is it's like, I just see people are, sen- are fucking sensitive. So I don't know. All right. Fantastic. Let's uh, move on to the craft 2020 craft. What's um, so Tyler, you have a box or two or 20, I think coming in. I got a few. Yeah. I accidentally have two boxes coming to me. Uh, cause I hit up this first, uh, lounge company and they said, okay, we'll put you on a list. And I didn't get a call back when I saw them being shipped. So I called another group and they still had a few left. Um, I am not upset about the idea of getting two now that I am working summer school. So extra, extra I'll buy one off you. coming in. You want me to buy, you want me to buy no, one off you? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'll gonna, buy one too, man. I'm going to arrest it for, uh, <laughs> age it for 10 years and sell it to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I save shit. I still have, um, yeah, you don't smoke it, dude. I, because you have so many though. You have a lot of stuff. So that makes, I guess, more sense. I still have, um, uh, what the fuck? What, what came out in 2018? I always get mixed up, Danny. What? Uh, uh, craft. craft? No, what's the difference? Went out, though, I think, right? Yeah. Ex- Can you explain like the, the whole of the craft had that, uh, the weird the shape to it? Yeah, it's the, uh, like the cone shape, the bell shape. Yeah. yeah. But the Lonsdale, they're called craft too, then, right? Right. right. Oh, okay. And what's so, the witchcraft? Witchcraft is a different blend altogether. It's uh, like Habano and uh, and Ecuadorian Connecticut. Uh, so it's actually a completely different cigar. All those shapes the same. So craft, yeah. So craft twenty eighteen was was that craft twenty or craft nineteen was the Lonsdales uh, that had like um, they had chromite. Oh, I'm just chromite. They had broadleaf. They had and some flourishes of EC and uh, candela. Yeah, and then this year uh, we're not really getting into the blends, but you know I can say that as it's built on the Cro-Magnon anthropology, so it's a uh, five and three quarter by forty-six grand Corona, and then uh, it'll have broad, you know, broadleaf mixed with Ecuadorian Connecticut, and then either Habano or Mexican San Andreas. Uh, so there, there's some mixes depending, and you know, once you start smoking, you'll if you know the difference, you'll be able to tell like, Oh yeah, that's Mexican Sandreas, you know, either on the foot or, you know, later on, obviously if it's on the foot, as soon as it passes, you know, maybe the Ecuador and Connecticut, it's going to completely transition on you. Uh, but yeah, man, they're, they're, they're great. And I think for, you know, 10 cigars for 120 bucks or 125, whatever it was, um, especially in that size, man, I love, I love that grant, that grand Corona size. How many boxes did you, um, did you guys make of those? So we made a hundred, uh, 1500 units 
but 50 of those units were bundles that we kept. So 1,450 boxes went out to the 10 stores. So the 10 stores got uh, 145 boxes each. So we kept some bundles uh, for the, well, one for us, but then two, just in case um, something happened to one of the boxes or, you know, somebody opened a box and they were fucked up inside, you know, whatever, and, and we needed to replace it. Uh, so you always, you always kind of have to do that. Uh, I know halfway reported, halfway reported that it was 150 boxes per store and 1500 boxes, but I think they just kind of, they mix it up a little bit. Mm. Nice. And then uh, you mentioned something about the new Baca size coming out this yeah, year, today maybe? I, yeah, so we're going to do the Pygmy again, which is the 4x46 Petite Corona. But then we are going to do the, is it called Jengi? You should know this, Tyler. Uh, it's anthropology the five and three, size. <laughs> the anthropology size. It'll be the 5 and 3 quarter by 46 Grand Corona and the Baca, which is amazing. Uh, and, and those will be releasing... August, September, uh, no, probably September. Shit, I don't know. So August is going to be a weird month because we went four to five weeks without rolling anything at the factory. So at some point that's going to catch up to us. Um, so we can kind of tell it'll be August-ish that, that we're, it'll be really dry for us. Um, but, uh, but the only way a store can, can order those will be if they – book an appointment for our virtual trade show that we're doing. So uh, that's kind of an incentive for people to sign up. And the idea for us, I mean, I don't yeah, know if you guys yeah. want to get into that, but uh, so the virtual trade show, you know, it's funny. I had a couple, I had a manufacturer call us or call me last night and ask, he's like, okay, what the fuck is this? Like, is it just, isn't it just another sales call? Like what's the difference? So this is why we're, we're kind of doing it with zoom. We want to make it very official very formal, just like we would at the trade show, right? So, um, you know, at the trade show, we sit down with our, with our uh, retailers and, we, and, and, and it really, really is not about the sale. It's about building the brand and building the rest and, and forecasting and planning the, the rest of the year with them in their store with our stuff, right? So we go over, we'll go over the last like 12 months. Essentially, we would go trade show to trade show look at those numbers. We'd look at the numbers from year to date. Uh, we would look at, you know, this past year, this past trade show a year ago now, um, you know, we showed what they did in 2018, what they, and what they had done so far in 2019, what, what SKUs they had bought, right. And where their dollar amount was, we would show them what our goal for them is. Um, and, and say, Hey, you're doing really, really well in these lines. And you're like, Hey, let's just keep it going the way it is. Or, hey, you know, can we build this? You know, can we add a few more sizes? What sells? What doesn't sell? You know, and whatever. Um, and then, you know, we'll have some trade show deals. We'll have, you know, maybe a package deal here and there with, with different stuff, which everyone's expecting. Uh, but really, really the idea is, hey, take, take 30 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes out of your day, sit and talk with me about your, about your uh, account. And then, you know, we've got these deals, package deals, and, you know, you'll be able to order Baca when uh, – and, and get it when it comes. Is the Baca going to be like allocated based on your numbers or the top well, hundred or? No, it'll be whoever books the appointment, right? So if, if, in, if, uh, if store number 200 comes to the trade, you know, essentially comes to the trade show, 
uh, and we sit down, we have a good conversation and they put an order in, I, I can give them buckets. So um, it, it is really a way to incentivize just like we would if, the, you know, you, you would reserve that stuff for PCA, right? Or IPCPR. I've never been a PCA. I've only ever been a IPCPR. So, uh, um, so yeah, you know, no. And, and my, my expectation is we'll have a little bit left over. You know, it, it isn't, man, I can't say that either because I've, we've actually already booked up our first three days. So, um, you know, if we, if it goes really well, it could be sold out, you know, as of July 14th, which is you know, essentially the last day of our virtual trade show. Um, you know, if there's anything left over, we'll, we'll try to take care of our really good retails, but we really are pushing, you know, for these guys to show up. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's, it's a no brainer to make a, like I did a, I did one with Aganorsa, uh, um, a zoom. They wanted to go over the, the new Supreme Leaf Toro. And so I talked to Terrence and he's like, Oh, get in touch with our broker. I'm like, okay. So I, I try to, I get in touch with the broker and uh, he didn't know how to set up zoom. And then he, and then he tried FaceTiming me or in, like, uh, Facebook video on me. And then he had no audio on his side. So I'm like, I hung up and he called me back. I'm like, dude, I can't hear you. So I texted. So I sent him a message. I'll make a zoom. Um, a, a meeting. So I send him, I, I send, I texted to him and I sent him a Facebook message and we were on there for three minutes. He went over the deals. I'm like, all right, I'll give you the order in 15 minutes. And then about an hour later, he reads the text. He's like, Oh, he's like, yeah, uh, actually I set these up and uh, we'll get back to you. I'm like, dude, we already had our meeting an hour ago. Remember? He's like, Oh yeah. It was just a fucking <laughs> shit. It's like, he's like, Oh yeah. He's, but it, it was like three minutes long, you right. know, where, right. so it's, it's, people are still working out, but I mean, you guys are always organized and shit, but. Well, it's just, let's be, let's be, you know, just to chew our own horn a little bit. Right. And you know, this Tyler, like we're going to sell the shit anyway. Yeah. Right. We do it every year. We make a million ish cigars for Roma U.S. And we sell a little over a million every year, which means we go into the next year with some type of backorder situation with certain SKUs or certain companies or certain uh, retailers. One of my neighbors is power selling. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Parasailing? Great. Anyway, no, power, like, like oh. cutting a cable. Or, I don't know, like a <laughs> cable saw thing. Um, anyway, so, um, so what the fuck are they saying? Yeah, so, you know, the idea is, I. I don't necessarily need to do the, the uh, sales only call. Like that's my, that's what I do every day. Yeah. I mean, this is really for, to build the retail partnerships. And we are, we really take that to heart partners as, as much as the, as much as the retail shop will allow us to be partners with them. Right. So that's why sometimes, you know, these kind of middle tier guys, you know, you're not the top, you're doing okay. You're not the bottom. And they're like, well, how do I find out about this stuff? It's like, dude, I try to get a hold of you all the time. And the only thing you ever want to do is either text or email me back. And, you know, um, and, you know, we don't get to have that full conversation or, or, hey, maybe you only order every two or three months, right? Like, sure, you're a $20,000 account, but I, you know, you only, you're, you're ordering once a quarter and maybe some things come and when I call, you don't respond. And, you know, if I can't, if I can't, if you're not helping me fulfill your side of the retail 
partnership deal, don't get mad at me when you're last to find out about certain things, especially when like, there's no secrets with it. Like you sometimes Instagram finds out about new cigars before we do. Right. Because Skip's so excited about it. He rolls it, takes a picture of it, posts it. And like, Hey, can I find out about this? I'm like, dude, I haven't, I haven't even seen it yet. I just rolled out of bed. Right. Like, I, I don't know. So, um, that's, that's really what the goal is for us is to have true, true retail partners. Not, I don't want to be just an order taker, uh, which sounds like, you know, what you had with this guy, you know, no, I don't know him. So I'm not going to talk shit, but it's just, that just sounds kind of what it is. You took three minutes to make your order, but I, like I have you on the phone. I have you committed to 15, 30 minutes. Even if you saw it on the other side, it's like, Hey, I'm going to steal 30 minutes of this guy's time. So we can't talk to anybody else. Right. Yeah. And, and he only, he only has time today to buy my cigars. Even that would be more respectable than, hey, what do you need? Okay, cool, man. Appreciate you. We'll talk. How's yeah. the family? <laughs> yeah. So um, this, this should be, this should be I, I, my assumption is it's going to spiral and you're going to see a lot more people doing it here in the next few weeks. Uh, just because of the response that we got, the message we got, the questions we got from other uh, bro- not brokers, but uh, reps and, and brand owners and, mar- and manufacturers just asking me like, Hey, you know, how's, what is this? Uh, and then Coop, you know, Coop picked it up and, and he, he reposted it on his thing. So, you know, there's a lot of people kind of talking about it. So they're, they're trying to find out logistically what it is. But I think like, if you don't, if you don't have that, if you don't put any real thought into it, it's going to turn into what happened to you. It's going to turn into just an order take. So that was his question, you know, last night, um, and I, you know, he probably wouldn't care, but I, you know, just in case I, I won't talk about it, I wrote a friend of mine, but it's just like, so what is it? You know, it's like, Hey, this is your chance to fucking, you know, one, it lets me see who's really about Roma that they care enough to make an appointment Two, it shows me who's really following us on social media because we're talking about it. Right. Um, and, and three, who's committed to the brand. Yeah. Uh, and then also there, you know, we have to give an opportunity for new stores to kind of, uh, you know, get that chance to get Roma in because we, you know, we don't open a lot of accounts uh, throughout the year. I think last year we opened 52 accounts, but closed 57 accounts. Right. So, um, and the reason for that is because, you know, they either only want Cro-Magnon or Cro-Magnon Neanderthal or, you know, they, they don't understand ordering something that they don't understand ordering a back order and waiting for it, you know, so it's just not a good fit. Um, so it, it, it is a real, real legit virtual, you know, trade show, not just a sales call. At the end of it, if I could put a plan together for us for the rest of the year, because this year is pretty fucking crazy, it's still a success for me. Even though, even if you didn't order anything, say, like, man, I don't really have any money right now, but let's let's put a plan together for the Q3 and Q4, go, you know, and and let's let's work getting into 2021. Hey, so um, uh, we probably have to wrap things up semi soon cool um but what other cigar brands have a headquarters and how is romacraft headquarters better than every other one that exists um <laughs> uh, okay i i know uh espinoza has one down in miami that's uh supposedly really cool it has a lot of like graffiti on the walls and stuff uh obviously rocky has one in naples um Alec Bradley has one somewhere. I forget. La Polina has one like in the DC area. Um, 
I mean, they all have to have some sort of headquarters, but not necessarily something where they, uh, oh, I know uh, uh, Caldwell has one in Wynwood. Um, so I'm not going to say it's better or worse. I'll let, I'll let Tyler say that. But uh, it's just a real relaxed feeling when, when people come there, right? And we're all about hospitality. You know, hey, you know, you want to, hey, we got coffee, we have water, we have a huge beer wall, bourbon, you know, whatever you need, cigars. Uh, we have Xbox and PlayStation. And, or if you want to watch TV, music, like whatever you want. Um, and, you know, we're, we're really, really proud of ourselves, right? <laughs> brand of this headquarters we love to show it off uh so you know we it's really just an opportunity for us to make people feel at home so before this whole coronavirus thing man we were getting i mean at least four days a week people would come by and at least one person a day so you know it's it was an everyday thing like no yeah i heard about this place i oh, yeah, come on in you know we'll show you around um and you know we, we understand that that's part of the job, right? So, you know, hey, we had like four groups come in yesterday. Things were kind of slow for us on the sales side or whatever. Um, sometimes we have a lot of regular, I mean, we have people that are regulars that come all the time uh, because they, they know like they can just go into the lounge and get some work done, get a free cigar, coffee, and just kind of hang out and go. Right? So you, uh, you had a Cowboys player with you the other day, right? Yeah, Ken Hamlin, man. Him and I actually become pretty good friends over the last uh, year and a half since we've met, uh, Ken Hamlin was actually drafted by the Seahawks. He played in the Super Bowl with them uh, and then uh, ended up in Dallas. And then, yeah, he came by, well, it was Saturday when I did the small batch thing. Uh, and we and we hung out. He actually went to Skip's house the night before and then came to the office on Saturday after they played around the golf up here. Uh, and we just hung out. And, you know, and one of the guys that was with him owns a shop down in Houston, right? So they come and uh, it's just another day. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay Bucks are they going to make playoffs or no? Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you that um, you know the Chiefs. The Chiefs are still the favorite, and I get it. Uh, you know their quarterback is phenomenal. They have a crazy offense, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were. I want to say the third, maybe fourth highest scoring team in the NFL last year. With a quarterback who couldn't see. Uh, with a quarterback that liked throwing to the other team better than his own, literally. Um, and now we got a guy that's, you know, he's, do, he's done okay in his career at quarterback. And, we, and they brought Rob Gronkowski. Um, and we already had a Pro Bowl tight end. And now we have one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game on the other side. So our defense needs some help. Not, not a ridiculous amount of help. We upgraded our, we had a really good draft. We updated, we upgraded our offensive line. Um, it is going to be bananas. Now, a couple cool, couple of things on our side is that Cam Newton is no longer in our division. So Carolina is going to be hurting. Uh, Atlanta is still going to be really good. You know, they're going to be decent. So that'll be – now New Orleans is going to probably be – well, for sure in the division is going to be our toughest rival. That said, you know, I think 
I think, and I'm kind of hoping a little bit that Drew Brees has a little off-field distractions uh, because of his like stupid comments. Comments. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, that that should work in our favor. That'd be great. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, we'll definitely make the playoffs. We're gonna win, win the division. Once you get into playoffs, it's a whole other thing. You know, Brady and, and Gronk are really the only ones with the experience. But I think our coaching staff is phenomenal. I think that they're going to let Brady design and help run that offense the way he wants to. And, um, I mean, look, we went nine and seven last year. So, you, if, you know, saying we go 12 and four is not out of this world. Going I only see one problem. Go ahead. Is there going to be a season? <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, that's really, yeah. That, that's the only way. That's the only way you're going to stop the Bucks this year. Right, but here we go. We got we got over two months before, so we'll see. We'll see. Cool. But yeah, I'm. I'm. I'll, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I'll call it right now. Fuck it. Cowboys. Cowboys are actually gonna win, but that's okay. Yeah, Zeke got coronavirus, man. Uh, dude, Zeke. Oh, I don't want to. I don't like Zeke. And I think you don't I don't like, like his symptom. I don't like his symptom piercing crop top. And the, he just feels like he's above everyone. At least I haven't met him. Haven't talked to him. But the way he carries himself yeah. feels like. Yes, he is playing at an exceptional level, but you still should be able to respect somebody at your level, below your level. And he just seems like he looks down on people. And From you got to sign. You got to sign Prescott too. We haven't signed him yet. Oh, I don't well, here's know. the thing. They, I mean, the Cowboys historically have always been like that. Like, the, it starts from the owner down to the kicker or whatever. They all think they're better than everybody because they work. They play in, you know, arguably one of the most ridiculous stadiums ever built. They're America's, America's team. Jerry's world. America's team, baby. It's Yeah, but they're terrible, right? Like, so they have one uh, in the 90s. Now, here's the thing. is like you got you – got, your quarterback is not happy making 30-plus million a year, like an idiot, right? Like, dude, they, it's a franchise tag for one year, and you're plus 30 million. It isn't a franchise tag at 10 million. Relax. Okay, okay, okay. You don't need to talk me out of this. Um, Is Cole Beasley – did he play for Buccaneers? Did he switch over to them? My uh, memory is wrong. Um, Cole Beasley, he, he played for Dallas no, a few years ago. He's really small, very quick. Yeah, I know Cole Beasley. Uh, I don't, I don't know if he's with Tampa still. Okay, I'm not sure where I he went. Look. Yeah, that one hurt when he left. All right, Tyler, you got you got any more uh, questions? You look like you're going to bed, man. Oh, uh, I got a couple questions for Danny off air, but nothing on I, air. I, I had one oh. off air. Okay. Oh, that's the stuff you sell. It's me on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, Patreon. <laughs> Only fans. Um, so, uh, Tyler, I'm going to cut this. So, to say no, no questions or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, hey, thanks for the, the Weasel Fest. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Danny, thanks for being on. Uh, look forward okay. to Weasel Fest. We'll see you there. Uh, God bless. Rock and roll, man. Yeah, for sure. Man. Appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha